Craft Beer Radio, episode 446, on December 9th, 2017. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, where we've got some more pigs going on, because we got a battle royale going on. We have three different styles that are competing against each other. Yes, we do. So we're going to do a little bit of head-to-head battle here. I guess we start with the Blueberry Blue Enterprises? Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, what if Sabi saved the peppers for last, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so let's go with the Blueberry Berliner Vices. So, what do we got? What's our first one? Tallgrass Brewing Company's Blueberry Jam. Now, last uh, episode we had Raspberry Jam, right? Yes. And that was uh, the best beer of the night. At least by our standards. <laughs> <laughs> So this is 4.3% out by volume. Uh, as Jeff said, blueberry Berliner Weiss. The malts are two-row and malted white wheat. The adjuncts are a blueberry puree as opposed to a raspberry puree. So we'll see if the blueberry works as well as the raspberry does. Pours a hazy yellow with a thick head. The aroma, first thing I'm smelling is kind of a yogurty yeah, smell. Blueberry yogurt. More so than I mean the blueberries in there, but the yogurt really mm-hmm. was out front. I agree. Second sniff, pull in really gently, getting a little bit of blueberry, like blueberry skins particularly. Yeah, it's starting to come out. And and the there's a nice tartness to that um aroma. I can't tell exactly where that's coming from the the just the, the lactose in there, or or the blueberry, or the combination, but mm-hmm. it's it's working on my nose. It's making it definitely it's it's accentuate if it's coming from both, and it's accentuating the blueberryness. As I continue sniffing it, the blueberry is getting a little more potent. A couple hints of blueberry jam coming up off of it now, and then there's still that tartness that's flowing through as well. Mm-hmm. Has a lot like blueberry yogurt. The way the blueberries are kind of playing against the lactic acid. It really is how blueberries are in a yogurt to me. There's there's more wheat flavor going on here than I remember from okay. the raspberry jam. Um, so there's more things to kind of separate it from just a, a blue an overall blueberry, blueberry lactic thing there's mm-hmm. other stuff going on with them all um while i agree with you that blueberry yogurt is you know the primary flavor i, th- I think that i'm more interested in in the malt here mm-hmm. sure i mean you're gonna have to dig into something other than that primary flavor because it's pretty straightforward and how yeah. it's delivering itself so there's kind of a a bit of a creamed wheat esque thing going on there. A little a little okay. like a cook you know, a little cooked wheat with a little bit of a toast on it. Seems cold. Yeah, wrap my cold. hands around the yeah. glass trying to warm it up a little bit. So essentially what we were doing is we were looking at the our fridge and there was a bunch of stuff and we were like, well what do we pick from here? We we have uh, sometimes we have a very bare fridge, and sometimes we have an embarrassment of riches. And it was 
kind of the second this time. It, it, it swings quickly. Yeah. It's like I was sending out um, brewery sa- requests for samples. And Greg wanted me to send out a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but when things come in, it, it's because we only do six beers a week, right? right. So mm-hmm. it, you can easily get five, six weeks backlog easy. That's true. And I don't want to get a whole bunch of beers that are best fresh backlog. So you just got to meter out those requests. And then we got a big delivery from Dave and that filled up the fridge pretty, pretty tight. This is one that Dave brought us, the tall grass. But these guys are in Kansas, right? Yes, Manhattan, Kansas. I've been pretty happy with what we've had from Tallgrass. I mean, mm-hmm. I obviously like the one last week, but I remember some of the beers that Davis sent us in previous shipments, and it seems like Tallgrass is always near the top of the top of the rankings. Yeah, they're they're a good one. If you are in that area, uh, we would definitely recommend you don't miss out. I mean, um, Boulevard's in that area too. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple. There are a couple of really good ones. Oh yeah, we're not from that area. I haven't been to that mm-hmm. area, so I'm sure we'd we would not be the experts of calling out the places you need to stop. But from our experience, Tallgrass is one to to check out. I would say this is this is under um, what I remember from the Raspberry Jam. I think the Raspberry Jam have more like filled out more and gave me more of a, honest to goodness like. Raspberry infusion that I mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. Not that this doesn't have blueberry flavor, but it just it, it feels less on point than the raspberry did. I think you're right. I it doesn't feel it feels well integrated, but the way it's integrating itself is like blueberry yogurt, mm-hmm. and you know it, it is what it is, and it, it, it's not exciting me. The blueberry right. yogurt is not ex- yeah. flavors are not exciting me. But they're good. But I guess you don't call a beer blueberry yogurt because that probably puts a uh, a bad uh, initial. As opposed to blueberry jam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess we got to do the other blueberry beer, huh? That that'd be the way this works. So this is Hallo Ich bin Berliner Weiss blueberries from the Keller. This one's a little bit different on the color, Greg. Check this out. Whoa! Okay, <laughs> so like yeah, juice. the last one was was plain. Uh, what do you expect out of out of a blueberry vice? A little bit um, weedy in color, you know, a, a, a sort of golden with a little bit of haze. This is <laughs> purple this is... drink. <laughs> um... <laughs> it is. It looks like Concord grape juice, but the head is this like electric purple. <laughs> Maybe not electric, but it's a, like a really purple head. Yes. Yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> wow. There was a bu- several of these McKellar uh, fruited Berliner Weisses on the shelf. I know there was a uh-huh. peach one. They, so they have these illustrations, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this, the blueberry is pretty obvious. But the peach one, I couldn't tell if it was banana or... but. It, How does a peach look like a banana? Well, it was a slice. Oh. And... Okay. I just the the artistry of it I couldn't figure out what it was for a long long time oh, wow okay so yeah this is just I'm just sort of fascinated by looking at this thing uh it's purple that's straight up purple <laughs> it is the aroma is not as the aroma's pretty tight closed off it's not giving up the blueberries like the uh Tallgrass was. 
what I am smelling in there is more of a rustic type funk, uh, kind of like a washed dry and cheese or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah. It's not like immediately, oh, this is blueberry yogurt with some tartness. Mm-hmm. Coming off of the last beer, I'm having a hard time smelling. I mean, maybe if this was the first beer, I'd smell the blueberries, but it's so restrained compared to the last one. I'm having a hard time smelling the blueberries. At least that first sip came across more like grape juice than blueberries. It is. It comes across like grape juice. But before I got the grape juice, I got this like Pilsner malt thing. It kind of had a bit of like a Pilsner character to it. Before the... Hmm. Before that kind of Concord grape juice sank into my tongue. Um, I don't know what to think about this one. This is, this is, all right, the tartness is coming later, but I can't tell whether that's blueberries or just the tartness that comes from the sour mash. It's really dry. Mm -hmm. And that's why grape juice comes to mind, I think, because it has that same drying effect. Yeah. Uh, kind of a mix between grape juice and like a really sweet wine, you know, because yeah. it's, you know, sweet, even sweet wines, or I mean, maybe, maybe like a semi sweet, right? It, has, it gives you that drying, tannic thing on your tongue. Mm -hmm. It's not particularly sour. It's not particularly, it's not particu funky. It's not particularly blueberry. Yeah. It's kind of like. It, it's. If these you told me this was these are blueberries, juice, I, I right? Would, yeah, those are definitely yeah, blueberries. Those are blueberries, all right. Um. Ah, uh, boy, this is interesting, confusing, different. Two percent blueberries is what it says here. Okay, so that where'd they get the color from? Did it all go into the color? <laughs> So I'm reading a label that is in um, Dutch, Flanders, or something, or, or is it ingredients? Or we got, uh, I guess, Vand is probably water, but then you have Bagmalt and Hildemalt, Humle, Bleber, two percent. Actually, everything says two percent here. Ingredients. Oh, here's the English. <laughs> that helps. Water, barley malt, wheat, malt, hops, blueberries, 2%, and yeast. Oh, they have the language in three different languages. Or the, they have the ingredients in three different languages. Okay. Well, that's interesting. This is a 500 mil can, not a 16 ounce can. So look at it. Oh, it is taller. Look at that. Yeah, we have a couple other uh, 16 ounce cans, and yeah, this is just a, just a bit taller. Okay, these two have fought it off. Who wins? This is a tough one because <laughs> part of me wants to think the McKellar is a little bit better in terms of like it, it but it, it also is less loud on every on every single mm -hmm. bit of it. It's like everything is turned down. And the flavors I'm getting are grape. Mm hmm Concord grape is what I'm getting, right? Really. But the blueberry jam was kind of blueberry yogurt-y. wasn't as mm -hmm. fulfilling as the, as the raspberry. We're not going to say that the blueberry jam wins this one, because I, when, I'm, when I'm expecting blueberries, I got them. Yeah. 
It's tough for me. I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. Then this one has a little bit more complexity to it, you know, and am I, but I think that but everything's turned down. I think it's really, so I like, I like the nuance and the complexity, but I don't, but that complexity, that note is so low that it's hard to pick up. But the thing that's, the thing that's going to make me pick the blueberry jam is how it's coming across so grapey. And I just don't like grape juice. I don't Mm -hmm. like Concord grapes juice very much. So this is coming across too grape juicy. Well, this feels like, you know, almost like an Iron Chef competition in this sense. Those are, mm-hmm. they're highlighting blueberries, so we're going to pick the one that makes the best use of blueberries. Or chopped or whatever. <laughs> uh, Top Chef, I guess, I haven't seen any, so I guess yeah, that works I the same one. Uh, the McKellar wins for Purplest Beer. Yeah, that was, the, the look of it already was like, whoa, this is going to be cool. And then it just kind of was like, there? Bum, 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 bum. I have that. Don't you <coughs> save it for later? <coughs> Excuse me. I guess thanks I for using it. your coffee. Yeah, my, my hand was over here. I couldn't couldn't manage. All right, so now we're moving on to uh, the hazy IPA category. Yes, sir. Do you want to pick which one goes first? Um, let's go with the treehouse. All right, so last week we did a treehouse and a trillium. This week we're going to do a treehouse and trillium, uh, mostly because we want to get these things out fresh. Uh, Greg sent us these last week, and these are the other two that he sent us. So this one, what is called Bright. So this is a mosaic beer. Don't really see much information about what's in it, unfortunately. 75 IBU, 7.8% alcohol by volume. This does not seem very hazy, actually. Pour the whole can if you want. Might be a little hazier at the bottom, but yeah, it's kind of like your run-of-the-mill unfiltered beer. You can see through it. Mm -hmm. Can't quite see fingerprints, but almost. It's so this is less uh, a hazy IPA and more of a, uh, What's a straightforward mosaic IPA. It's a phase yeah. three. This one's a double IPA. So is this one. So. Okay. 7.8. Well, this one would call itself an IPA, but this is 7.3. I mean, okay. Hops are really, really, well, as the name would suggest, bright on this one. Uh-huh. Um, so this but, might fit in the, like, hazy category as opposed to new, Northeast style, maybe, because... So it's like it's not all the way towards northeast oated uh, fruit juice thing, but it's <clears throat> it, it, they're allowing themselves to be more hazy than, than typical, maybe. I wouldn't reserve the the category for that, but I do like the aroma. You're getting a, it's not really coming. So it's mosaic, right? But it's not really coming across mangoey to me. No, there's it, a bit of there's a bit of onion there. There's mm-hmm. a bit of. Uh, of of sulfuriness. There's some orange in there. Orange pith. There is a little oniony, like you said. Yeah, kind of a, a very dank citrus. If I was, you know, calling this one blind, I'd probably say um, Cascade and Amarillo or something mm. like that. That was um, very sweet on the palate. I wonder if, if flight is affecting this because 
that has a flavor like a hazy IPA, mm-hmm. right? Because it's very smooth, yep. creamy. So it's it's a clear northeast IPA. <laughs> the style's evolving. No, but it has to me it has much of the same flavors that we get out of the cloudy. It definitely has yeah similar flavors. The mouth feels a little bit different. Okay, um, it's a little bit more scrubby with his bubbles, right? It, it and it uh, has. I guess it, it it feels like the viscosity. You can definitely feel that the sense of the viscosity is not quite there. Not that I mean, I'm not judging it badly, poorly sure. for, for having a, the viscosity, but I'm saying that in terms of what I expect out of Northeast IPA, but the flavor profile is extraordinarily similar. Right, it's smooth. You're getting it's a little more mangoey on the flavor. A cantaloupe. Uh, what else is there? The Ooh, orange like cantaloupe is a good call. The orange is there a bit, but it's not like citrus burn, right? It's more mm-hmm. like uh, orange zest or something like that. I can't. I, well, I really. Uh, it's not. I, a, I think cantaloupe's a great call because it can really pull out that sweetness, that melony stuff that's coming in. It's it's not very apparently bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, the the IBUs are not laying on your tongue. You know, it, it's one of those beers that doesn't seem very bitter. And this is seventy five IBU, so it's you know it's up there. It's pretty good. Yeah. The Bright from Treehouse. It's definitely bright. It yep. goes up to its label. Mm-hmm. Uh, the malt is is a little sweet to me. I feel like there's, there's like a, a kind mm-hmm. of a sweetness coming from like the Pilsner malt or something. I don't know. Or maybe not Pilsner malt, but um, some... Yeah, it's probably Pale malt or yeah, something. Yeah, Pale, yeah. I mean, it's a double IPA, so there's going to be some malt body to yeah. it, you know. Uh, doesn't it seems it seems in place to me? You know, I'm not really noticing anything that's weird. Maybe, maybe or... something yeasty that's making it sweet. I don't know. There's something on the periphery that 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 seems sweeter than normal, and I dig it. But okay. I'm not sure what it is. I think it, you know. For me, it, it has that. Yeah, it has that thing that is that creaminess that you get in a, in a hazy IPA, you know, northeast style IPA. It has something like that, but it does just doesn't have the opacity to to line up with it, you know. I feel it's not quite as creamy. Maybe it's just because of maybe maybe the, the texture plays you know, tricks with my mind. Yeah, I don't think it's as creamy as some of the creamiest, you know, or the hazy. look I should say plays yeah. tricks with my mind. Anyway. Next. Trillium, the public house. This is their double dry hopped public house IPA. 7.3% uh, alcohol by volume. Walts are two row barley, white wheat, C15, C60, dextrine, and dextrose. No oats in this one. Citra, Centennial, and Columbus hops. That strikes me as a very phase two ish. Well, you like. Citra is a little bit. Uh, You'll like the haziness, at least. Yeah, haze is on point. This is uh, quite hazy. Um, you know, yellowish-orange. Yeah, pours with a fleeting head. Very orangey. And a little bit of grapefruit, too. The the dry hop, it really has that kind of powdery, like, pellety type aroma. You know, homebrewers know it, right? When they open up a bag of hop pellets and smell the bag, some of that kind of green 
pellety type aromas coming off of this beer. Maybe a little guava-esque or, or peach. Uh, see, I'm, you're really you know getting that guava peach thing. I see, I'm smelling mostly that grassy, hot pellet type. Interesting thing. So I'm well, looking. Let's try it because I'm I'm curious. Sure. Yeah, they smell different. Okay. To me, they do. Let's top off a little bit here. At least to me, I feel like I can I can get more of that peachy thing. Okay, well, let's give it a taste. Okay, anyway, I topped off a little bit more with mine, and I am smelling a little more fruitiness in there. Maybe we're the Iron Chef of beer shows, because we're so in-depth. <laughs> Just thinking of something, you know. Is there any marketing we can use from that? Um... Yeah, more marketing speak, just for the show needs. Well, it's it's hazy. Um, See, this one <laughs> feels this one feels more doesn't have the creaminess like the last one had. Yeah, you know this one. So this one is kind of like the just juxtaposition of the two. There, there's more apparent bitterness here. Mm-hmm. It's it, it feels two point five ish. Um, that, so I don't, I'm not getting like tomahawk or anything like that, but I am getting uh, a more dankness, a more like um, resiny quality to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and definitely not getting any sweetness out of this. The, um, yeah, the malt is more restrained in this one mm-hmm. than the last one. The last one with malt was playing more of a character. Uh, you know, for me, the the ju- the fruitiness the juiciness of bright you know is going to win the show or oh, this one sure. has a mo- lot yeah. more resiny type character to it i'm i'm with you all the way this is a, this is a fine fine beer it's just uh went head to head with yeah, bright went to head to head and, and uh yeah this is definitely an older a little bit more aggressive mm-hmm. you know you got to like bitter to like the beer type, type yeah. angle it's it's not quite tear your tongue out, but it is. It's on its way there, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it's you know not shy about it, which is fine. Again, it, it's it's a style that has you know that lots of people like, and I don't dislike. Mm-hmm. But uh, bright is definitely more on the line of man. That's that's what I want to drink. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you went to a bar, you'd be happy with this. You'd be plenty happy. But... Yeah, absolutely. We have the luxury of being picky. And that's the conceit of this show. <laughs> They're going up against each other. Okay, so we save the possibly best or worst for last. Two pepper beers. Mm-hmm. We got a beer was provided by Jailbreak Brewing Company. This is Imperial Scoville Thai Chili IPA. And it's heading up against... Weston Brewing Company, Little Lucy's Hot Pepper Ale. Uh, that one has Serrano and Jalapeno. I guess we'll do Little Lucy's first. Okay. Weston has black lids on their cans. Yeah, it's weird. Not what you're used to. 
All right, so this is... Well, you mentioned the hot peppers in there, just... Um, you said serrano and... Uh, jalapeno. Jalapeno. Um, 4.9% alcohol by volume. 28 IBU. Color is a slightly hazy orange. That smells peppery. Yes, definitely does. Yeah. So, what the what what is that peppery that we're smelling? I'm it's, smelling. It's a bit of serrano. It's kind of a green cooked jalapeno. Okay. Like um, you took a fresh jalapeno and you put it on on a over a flame, and and cooked the charred the outside. Seared a little bit, like, like what you get on like yeah. a. You know, like a grilled taco or something, mm. right? Where they typically grill the jalapenos, too. I think the serrano smells neat, right? It's it's almost... Um, well, serranos are green chilies, right? Yes. Yeah. So it kind of has a kind of a... The fleshy type smell in there. I'm going to yes. just use bell pepper as an example. But, you know, when you cut open a bell pepper or if you start skinning a bell pepper you know you can kind of get that really green fleshy smell and with some meaty green hot peppers jalapenos serranos if you did a similar type thing they do have that similar smell with a little bit more spiciness to it and um and that's what's really coming through it definitely smells very like green right i mean at least the the colors that i'm associating with those Mm -hmm. aromas like a salsa verde or something like that yeah Well, that's just kind of awful. Um, <laughs> tastes kind of like a, um, a a sweet golden amber with a bit of hot pepper. Um, you sure came to that conclusion fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, the beer. <laughs> it reminds me of the beer just. Creek. Yeah, that's it. The beer just seems like filler beer. Mm. It's like an like an eggy thing in there. Ooh, like like hard-boiled egg salad or something? no, yeah. like like I don't know, not not like sulfury, but like not I don't know. I wouldn't go hard-boiled. Maybe like you know fried egg or something. That's not good. I haven't got to that point yet. I was wary of this one because. This is the one that got really low rating when I was looking, you know, when I was looking up uh, information. And yeah, now I'm getting like a pasty thing. All right, jailbreak. <laughs> Can you beat this beer? I hope so. Boy, do I hope so too. There's the dump bucket right way over there. Ooh. I hope Weston's got something better than this to offer. Dump that bucket. Wow. Okay, so. Well, we have another Western we could open up. We do. We'll do it after the. Yeah. Jailbreak, you have a big handicap. We'll do it as a coda. Okay, so this is Imperial Welcome to Scoble. I guess it's called Welcome to Scoble. Oh, no, Untapped has it as Welcome to Scoble. Jailbreak uh, Brewing Company, which sent us this beer. Thank you. Jailbreak, 9.1% alcohol by volume, so it's a double IPA. Uh,. And uh, Thai chilies are used. And cilantro. And the cilantro. Ooh. I like the sound of that. 
say Thai pepper provides 20 times more heat than jalapenos. So, uh, Joe Break is a, one of the breweries that sent us beers where I kind of just like put out a feeler. Um, not that I really knew much about Jailbreak. Mm-hmm. I want to mention to the listeners, if you have a local brewery that you would th- recommend for the show, send send us the contact, or send us the brewery name. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get extra credit, send us the email address. And uh, I'll send out a request to them, and, and I'll mention that they were recommended by a listener. And maybe we'll get them on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. This is from Laurel, Maryland, which is relatively close to where I used to live uh, when I, where I grew up. So, kind of a, a darker amber on this one. So, let's get this Ooh, right. It's sweeter. Thai chili, Thai chili double IPA with cilantro. All right. I'm trying to get my headset into the... There's a lot going on in that description. Definitely sweeter on the aroma, more kind of caramelly or toffee-like with... Um, not super, not getting a huge amount of pepperiness, but there's something. Uh, yeah, there's kind of like... Uh, the, the pepperiness is kind of toying with like a, a caramel malt or something. And it's, it's not quite computing. Like I don't think it's good or bad. It's just like, it's a kind of combination that like <clears throat> I'm not used to yet. Yeah. It, it, it smells kind of almost a little yeasty too. Um, hmm. The flavor comes through as a really rich kind of East Coast double IPA. And the peppers come through much later. Greg's shaking his head. I'm, I'm kind of kind of digging this. So I was surprised, right? Because I'm not smelling the hops. Think like West Coast Barley Wine or something along those lines. Okay. The, kind of, the kind of level set. Okay, okay. No, that, I would that's... call this I would call this like an East Coast double IPA as opposed to a West Coast barley wine, but you know, they're kind of neighbors in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, when when I'm thinking along that line, that helps me because I was really having trouble placing that sweetness. There's a lot of sweetness in this. Mm-hmm. Um but if I think more barley wine, it I kind of it... kind of comes across like a peppery barley wine. Yeah. And that's okay. Um Is it the best, you know, use of combination of pepper and flavors? I don't really think so. I don't know if they jive all that well together. Uh, you know, it's not very often you get a hoppy, peppery beer. Right, true. I, I Even think... though everyone says hops and peppers go so well together. Right? Probably, so... I think people probably try it and, you know, and not end up coming up yeah. with something that works well. I think the huge malt character in this thing helps as well. I mean, it makes it different. It, it makes it uh, more unique and, and definitely... Uh, interesting than, than the than the little lucy's uh it's i mean it's not quite it, it's not like clicking with me though you see how the pepper has one of those what are those called the, the little hobo sacks on a, on a stick oh like I'm, there's a name for those things yeah like, the things that you know you take a handkerchief and old, you bought... old-timey runaway thing where you but it's the maryland flag yeah you see that <clears throat> The heat's building on this guy. Sip after sip, the heat's kind of getting more and more potent. This works for me. Okay. To me, I'm not really, I'm not digging it. You gonna uh, pick the little Lucy's? No, no, this is <laughs> far better than the little Lucy's. But I'm just, but, um, but it, it, it's, 
it's not going to be high up on my list. I, I was excited when I saw this one come in because I was like, that, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm kind of sad that it's not as, uh, it's not what I. So where do you think it needs to go? Like, what are you looking for? Well, first of all, I'm not sure where cilantro comes in at all here, right? Um, I think if, I wouldn't have picked it out not reading the label, but I think it's in the early aftertaste. Um, the the sweetness and the Thai chili don't pair well in my tongue. My tongue is rejecting it. My tongue is saying, no, these two flavors do not work together. Um, I mean, think of like, no, it's not. It's not that sweet and and, and hot don't go together. Okay. It's that this yeah. brand of sweet and hot. Okay. So working. so when I'm thinking of this, there's um, because it, you know you you are what you eat. We have a food truck that comes to the office, and it's an Indian food truck. But he does a thing called uh, Manchurian Manchurian cauliflower, and it's cauliflower braised in a sweet pepper sauce, right? Uh-huh. And you know, I'm thinking of that pepper sauce. Sure. You know, with this. And, you know, you could think of the same thing like like real spicy General Tso's or sweet and sour chicken or something like, you know, something like that. I think there's also kind of a more resiny hop thing going on that is sort of like spiking my tongue in the middle between the sweetness and the, the hot. And that's... Yeah. Like, I, I think it does come across a little bit like Bigfoot. Sierra Nevada's Bigfoot, mm-hmm. you know, a very hoppy barley wine. It was really hard for Cause, me to... Because the, 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 the big... Like, the malt... The malt's pretty crisp here. I mean, I mean, not crisp. The malt is pretty clear and easy to to yeah. discern. And it, it has that barley wine type character to it. It's, you know, a lot of melanoidins, a lot of caramelization. Mm-hmm. And that's that kind of sweet sauce. Are you saying barley wine helped me pick out this beer so I wasn't hating it. Right. But it's... I'm not loving it either. It, it's... Sure. It, you, know, you don't have to. Yeah. I like the heat that lingers. I got it kind of in the, like my chest and... Yeah, and back it, my it's mouth, a good think. heat. Uh, the, the, the heat thing is it doesn't overpower you, but it, it's it's lingering, which is, I think, the the, the, the heat that, that I like. I don't like things that are super hot. Uh, unless they're mm-hmm. done really well, like the habanero sculpin is, is, of course, the the, sure. the, the the platonic ideal of a pepper beer, I think. Yeah, I guess that's a hoppy pepper beer, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the Scoville um, Thai chili. I liked it. Greg liked it less, but it was definitely better than uh, Little Lucy's Hot Pepper yeah. Ale. Are we going to do a ranking, or what are we going to do now? Oh, I guess we have to rank, unless you or, want to do the other Weston. Let's do, yeah, let's have a coda with the other, or are we going to be able to taste it after these pepper I beers? I doubt it. <laughs> do the other jailbreak for fun. Uh, I mean, we have so many, right? That's that's the thing, is yeah, that we have, like, we have six from them. There's no way we're going to do all of them on the show. Um, what do you want to do? I want to do the other uh, Weston. All right. So one of the things before we came up with the head-to-head idea was, you know, we always like well-done cream ales. Mm-hmm. So Weston's has a Irish-style cream ale called O'Malley's. And we pulled it out. 
And we were going to do it, and then Greg wanted to know if we could kind of pair up something head-to-head, and that's where those blueberry balloon vices came in. So, all right, O'Malley's uh, cream ale from Weston, Missouri. Um, no information there. Well, I can read you the marketing speak. It's bleeding deadly. Trust us. That's a good thing. Okay. Uh, color is a kind of a... orangey uh, orangey color. It smells clear. like a cream ale. That's a good start. It's a little more amber and bronze in color than I'd expect for your run-of-the-mill cream ale. Yeah, yeah. I think when I think cream ale, I definitely think something more straw in color. So I smell a little bit of that, you know, kind of of corn type character, but there's also some caramel malt in there as well. Uh, color, aroma, kind of lining up on that note. They call it an Irish style. I, I'm wondering. I have if, no idea. Yeah, what that, I'm wondering if it's going to be sort of more. Kind of half cream ale, half Irish red, but not right. really an right. Irish style because mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. To be my, <laughs> from the best of my knowledge. I, okay, so if you think that, you know Irish red, right? When you smell this, there's a little bit of that. I, I, I I've never really come across an Irish red that I've understood. But when I smell this, I smell a little bit, I don't even know how I want to describe it, a little bit of barley bubblegum or something like that. The the, the pepper is, is a little bit interfering with my ability to figure out this. Beer. Shake it off, man. I'm trying. Just shake um, it off. You're a pro. you got to be able to. Yeah, but so, okay, the, the line on cream ales that I always quote is... I want it to taste not like cream corn. I want it to taste like cracked corn. Yes. Um, the the corn part is like a deep second, maybe third flavor on this beer. Yeah. Uh, it's and it it's hard for me to to make that distinction with the, the still burning of the the Thai hot um, more sweetness from this you know quote unquote Irish thing uh, mm-hmm. and. I, I don't know. I know what I don't know what this beer is. I, All right. It, well, it's let not. Me, let me tell it's you. It's not terrible. Let me talk you through it, and maybe you can kind of get some of that Scoville off your tongue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is to me. I think this is coming across as kind of a hybrid between a cream ale and an Irish red. So it's not that, that as sip is better. What's that? That sip is better. Okay. It's not as Irish red as an Irish red is, which is good for me because that's not really mm-hmm. what I like. What I am getting a little bit there is kind of an estery, malty thing. Like I said, kind of like a toffee bubblegum or something like that. I don't know if bubblegum is the right word, but it's the best thing I got going right now. And there's then, a little Chris. There's a little, a little, when <laughs> Chris is on the mind, I guess. Uh, a circus peanut thing. Yeah, that's, that's the area. Mm-hmm. The, the kind of esters that I'm thinking of. And then on the other side of it, you know, kind of coming in after that Irish inflection comes a little bit of of kind of a corny type character. Now, some of the world-class cream ales that we've had, like Spotted Cow, it, you know, or that remember that one that I brought back from Tennessee, uh, yep. the Eclipse, mm-hmm. it was in the Crowler, where it was like cracked corn all day, mm-hmm. every day. 
I mean, that's what I was. That's what we're looking for. Just love that kind of corn grits, cracked corn type character. Yep. Instead of this mushy porridge corn thing, this one's kind of in the middle. It's of kind the of straddling a line, right? It's, it's kind, kind of, of like in the middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Which is better than going all cream corn, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, if, if if you're gonna you know, if you're gonna straddle a line, then that's then then, then I would I'd appreciate that as opposed to going all the way. Yeah. To an extreme. I just took a quick sip on this one. It was it was pretty satisfying on all bases. It it it's 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 pulling through a good cream ale. I mean, there's other things in there, but yeah, no, I, th- I think that once you get used to the to the Irish part of it, right, the 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 more mm-hmm. um, the more unconventional kind of caramelly notes, yeah. Uh, the corn ends up accenting that well, or at least better than you might expect. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So, Weston, you redeemed yourself at least slightly from that from, Lucy's. Uh, from little Lucy's. So now, what do we do? Well, now we rank. Oh, do we rank? Yeah. <laughs> do do all the winners have to be above all the losers? Um, not necessarily, no, not, no? not at all, no. So, I mean, so, so that, that part of the, that gimmick is completely detached that, from this gimmick. That gimmick was, was, yes, that gimmick is, is, is his own thing, and, and this, this gimmick is, uh, is This a gimmick thing. has tradition. Yes. Okay. seven this time, so. All right, so, this is the last pay place. Uh, I think that's gonna be a little Lucy's hot pepper ale. You're kidding! It just, it was, like you said, it was like Crazy Ed's, right? It was uh, like... We don't give no shits about the beer. We're just going to throw peppers in it, and people aren't going to notice anyway. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it came across. Um, let's see. Then, yummy, yummy, yummy. I guess I'll put the McKellar in sixth place. Yeah, I really have to penalize that McKellar. I I, I just don't want Concord grape, grape juice type flavors. In the beer, you know, in a, especially when I'm looking for a blueberry for mm-hmm. Vice. and the beer sure was purple. <laughs> it had that going for it. It sure was purple. And let's see. Then I will probably put probably put this O'Malley's Cream Ale from Weston in fifth place. I, the things I liked about this is is I thought it was an enjoyable, you know, cream ale type character. The Irish style, I got it, but it's just, it's one of my least favorite beer styles. So mm-hmm. even putting a little bit of Irishish, Irishness in there is not going to help me. Sure. Uh, then, let's see. I'm going to put the Blueberry Jam in fourth place. It was well put together, well integrated. It's just the flavors that it delivered in that integration was like straight up blueberry yogurt. And it's not a beery flavor that I'm looking forward to drinking. Maybe a little bit more rustic on the sour or funk. Maybe a little bit more jam on the blueberry. You know, it could have been interesting. But because it came across just like blueberry yogurt, it it left me underwhelmed. I'm going to put the double dry hopped public house from Trillium in third place. Uh... This beer was fine. You know, this was beer is kind of a beer we've had before where it's, you know, just super duper dry hopped phase two. 
hops where, you know, you're getting more of that resiny, dank, you know, uh, type of, of hop flavors. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the Scoville, the Imperial Scoville from Jailbreak in second place. Wow. I, I mean, I know Greg doesn't agree. I do not agree. <laughs> Greg does not agree. I liked how it kind of took that really malty East Coast double IPA or maybe like even West Coast barley wine and then added the peppers to it. It worked for me. It worked for me on, on several levels. Uh, I dug that beer. But that bright, that bright from Treehouse, that was yummy, yummy, gumma, gumma. It was... <laughs> what? Yummy, yummy, gumma, gumma. It was good. It was a good beer, man. Y Y G G. Yeah, yeah. Yummy, yummy, gumma, gumma. Yeah, sure. Okay. Good stuff. Hey. In 20 years, that's going to be something we use like every episode. So I coined it here tonight. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. I gave it a long tail to catch on. <laughs> I gave it a very long tail to catch on. Uh, and why I like that beer? It, it The aroma, I was I was like, oh, the aroma's like not pulling me in because it mm-hmm. was more like pithy and orangey. But once you got in the flavor, you got that mango cantaloupe thing. And that was just delish. Never let it be said that we're distracted by the haze. <laughs> this one wasn't hazy, but it, it it came through with the flavors, which was important. Uh, in my rankings, uh, guess what the last place beer is? Little Lucy's Hot Pepper Ale. Spot on. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was bad. That was just bad. It's careless. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Yeah. It was Cave Creek Chili. It was, it was the same thing. Um, I was maybe quick to judge it as bad because I was expecting it to be bad. Jeff wasn't necessarily. But uh, it really came through as bad when I tasted it. Right? I was like, ooh, no, this is not not providing me much. In sixth place, I'm going to put the jailbreak. I uh, just kind of couldn't figure it out. I needed your your guidance to help me not like dislike it mm-hmm. uh soup a lot uh it, it the the chili to me did not work with the sweetness that was coming in and then the, the it was the a bitterness. different application for sure yeah it might not be you know it's you've never had a pepper beer like that beer Mm-mm. no and that and that has it has that going for it over the little lucy's which is yeah i've had a couple pepper beers like that beer and they've all been terrible um so I'll give Jailbreak credit for, for doing something new, but did not light my fire. Uh, in fifth place, I'm going to put the O'Malley's, this uh, cream ale, Irish ale, which I think, you know, is definitely a, a, a big step up from Little Lucy's, but uh, the other beers I uh, I enjoyed more. And fourth place, I'm going to put the McKellar, which it was it was interesting to me because it was like, there was definitely more complexity going for it, but everything was turned down. Every, all the volume levels are really low, and I was just having trouble getting that. Mm-hmm. That I was, I mean, I was trying to pick out that interesting stuff. It would have been nice to have it in a different flight. Yeah. It, or well, it's a it's a big can, so we have more of it, so we yes, can try to get yeah. the post show. Uh, in for, third place, then the tall grass. I just think that the the, the blueberries were, I mean, a better part of it, and I could definitely taste it, even though it had the sort of yogurt thing going for it. It was it was the better of the blueberries. If they could have given me a little bit of jam, though. It would have been, yeah. It would, it would, it would have, have it would skyrocketed. Have, it would have definitely jumped it to me ahead of the Trillium, um, which was 
not bad at all. Uh, very, very good, but good in the sense that if I was at a bar, I'd really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm on the show analyzing it, it really paled in comparison to the treehouse. Uh, that bright was excellent, and it was kind of like good. There was when I get that melony sweetness, which you don't get from that those resiny stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. anything like that would be lost because the resin overpowers any any of the, those flavors. So you get these in in this very bright. I feel you get those those wonderful flavors that come out, and uh, I wonder why they picked the name. <laughs> it's a mystery. So there you go. There you go. And uh, let me uh, turn on the music. Ozzy, play us out. All right, everyone, we can do a commercial. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Christmas. Go to craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon and that. No, only Pittsburghers will understand what I just said there. Yeah. Uh, go to craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. Y'all. <laughs> and, uh... You know, you know the story. This isn't your first rodeo. You know that you know we just kind of want you to kind of go there, do your shopping. Doesn't cost you a penny more. Helps out the show. Craftbeerradio.com/slash/amazon. If you want to send us your um, local brewery that you would like us to ask for free beer samples to review on the show, um, you can email those to beer at craftbeerradio.com. Certainly can. And uh, like I said, we'll mention that we have a listener in the area who thinks that we should review their beers. And it'd be a fun way to kind of help you contribute to the show without having to buy them and pay to mail them to us and things like that. So, um. This is back when Ozzy could be understood. Yeah. If you want to contact me, I am a Jeff at craftbeerradio.com. And he is Greg at craftbeerradio.com. That's what they tell me. But we have Twitter, and I'm at Jeff Bear. Yep. And he's at CBR Greg. <laughs> yep. I'm waiting for this to get to the part that everyone recognizes. Because this is the part that everyone recognizes. Yeah, not to me. Okay. No. Well, let's just sit here and listen to Ozzy until everyone recognizes it. Boom, boom. Bum 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 bum